Hello and welcome to the 15th episode of the Abracadabra Video Podcast. So we're going to be discovering and or going into the topic of intuition. It's a continuation of the series on self-mastery. Intuition is a topic that I like to discuss and go over in the New Paradigm workshops. And in those workshops, um, I do a, say, intuitive exercise is what I call it. And we do it, uh, it to say, between the meditations and so on, sort of break up the, the, the pattern of things and, and uh, do something fun. And what I do is I channel a, an element of the earth, sort of like a fire or water or, say, the, the essence of, say, an oak tree uh, and so on into the center of our circle. And then I get everyone to sense and feel the the actual what whatever I am channeling channeling into the space. And one of the things that I do with that exercise is that I tell people to use all of the tools that they have available to them in order to sense, feel, and see the actual what is the energy that I am channeling into the space. One of the things, you know, when regarding intuition is that most people, everyone, has these levels of intuition because basically it's tied into our energy systems. It's how, you know, we, we have physical sight, we have smell, we can hear, but we have expanded senses that go well beyond that. A lot of people call them gut feelings. You know, that's tied into it to a degree. Um, but there are expanded sense senses, basically, that we have. And everyone already has access to, but they, most people just don't use them and or have shut them down to where they don't focus on them. So like in the, in the intuitive exercise that I call it, in the workshops, I get people to feel the energy, you know, view it as a scientific experiment and, you know, do certain things to ask yourself questions while you're sensing, feeling, looking at, and so on. I tell people to open your eyes, to look in the space, then close your eyes. I say to people, you know, feel it, ask questions, use your hands. I call these satellite dishes. 
you know, because you can turn your hand and you can feel energy in different spaces. So I call these your satellites. You're going to use your hands, focus it towards the center of the room, feel with your hands, which assists in your attention and your focus in a certain direction. To feel it like it does it have heat. Is it hot or is it cold? The energy that I'm channeling into the space. Is it soft or is it hard? These are the kinds of questions that I tell people to ask themselves when they're trying to identify what is available, say, within the energy of the space. Does it have a color? You know, these are the kinds of things to ask when I'm describing, say, this uh, scientific uh, you know, view of things where, you know, a lot of people think that there's some, their intuition is some kind of magic, you know, it is magical and, you know, um, but it's, it's actually, uh, very natural. It's, it's a natural element of our beingness. And so a lot of this stuff, information that you we get through our intuition a lot of times is not necessarily uh, come to us unless we take our attention to it and or we ask ourselves a question therefore that can tune in and and then we can get information back so it's not a matter of say the oak tree say shoving its you know information down your mental awareness it's you taking your awareness to the oak tree and you know uh sensing and feeling it and using your expanded senses to actually figure out what's going on here so it's a really fun exercise that i like to do in in the workshops and Another thing uh, that I like to suggest to people, you know, in, in these workshops is if you wish to read a great book, and this one right here is the one I suggest, is Discovering Your Psychic Type by Sherry Dillard. And in here, she has all kinds of uh, different information and, uh, and actually like a sort of a, questionnaire that assists you in discovering your your strengths and also your weaknesses of your different as she describes them your psychic types um and in a lot of different ways what she sherry has done is the same way that i see it you know we have the mental intuitive abilities a mental intuitive ability is do you say if in that exercise, the intuitive exercise that I was just talking about, and if it was an oak tree, okay, if it was your, your mental intuitive ability would actually maybe get a picture, a mental picture of a tree or an oak tree or say leaves or branches blowing or say the trunk or whatever you would get a a mental intuitive ability 
our mental intuitive abilities, it comes in more pictures, you know, pictures or inf- and so on. It uh, a mental intuitive thing might also include words. So, the letters of a word or the word itself, oak or tree or, you know, along with a picture. The other thing that's, and again, in the book, is emotional intuitive abilities where you're actually sensing an emotion that's tied into something uh, with whatever's, you know, in front of you or around you. And so the, the... you know, an example with that, with emotional, intuitive abilities, to say if you are in a restaurant or sitting on a sitting on a bus and you feel sad for some reason, you feel like, you know, an emotion, if it's sadness, you know, or, or some kind of aspect of that, and you look to your right, and then somebody is crying, okay? People go through this all the time in daily life. we pecking up what with, is within our energetic space, and we are feeling and sensing it all the time. So an emotional, intuitive ability is you're sensing emotion from anything within your energetic systems. And so a lot of people might pick up with that, somebody around them, and so on. Moving into, say, physical intuitive abilities is where you actually feel the information through your physical body. So... The regarding the intuitive practice idea, say if I was channeling fire and the fire was blazing, you may feel, physically feel, warmth. You're like, I'm getting hot. Then you ask yourself the question and that exercise would be, I'm getting hot, is this fire is the heat coming from a fire that I'm sensing in the room? Then you would get more information. Another example of physical intuition, okay? Say if you were in a restaurant and your knee, say your knee, starts hurting. And you're like, why is my knee hurting? Then you look behind you and the person behind you has a big like brace on their knee they might have knee surgery there might have been a problem with their knee and they might have just hurt it themselves and they're experiencing knee pain but you are within there again they're within your energetic space and you're able to sense and feel their pain, and you are experiencing it through your physical body. That's 
physical intuition. So we've talked about mental, emotional, physical. And another one that Sherry goes in, Sherry calls it spiritual intuition. And how I sort of get spiritual intuition and relate that to is the same thing that I say as connecting in with information from your multidimensional self. So I don't use the word spiritual. I use the word connecting in with your multidimensional self. And therefore, <clears throat> an example of that would be, in which we'll discover and or uh, talk about more in a, another video podcast, is, you know, you, where are you getting the information from? What are you channeling? Where are you channeling this information from? And to say if you... And again, everyone does this to some degree. Is you have a question within your mind, and then all of a sudden the information just comes to you out of nowhere that you did not mentally already have within your brain. In a way, that is, that's what I describe as, say, your you're connecting in with your multidimensional awareness, your multidimensional self. And as Sherry describes, it's coming from a spiritual level of your own you know, self. So tapping into and expanding these abilities that are, we have, you know, assists us in becoming more aware of what is going on around us. And, you know, the more that, you know, as Sherry describes, a lot of people have, we're, we're strong in, say, two of these aspects and maybe a little bit weaker in others. Like we might be a strong mental and physical intuitive and we might not necessarily tap into, say, the emotional or spiritual levels as much as the mental and physical. My, you know, and how I see it is we become aware, anything that we can do to become aware of how and where we are getting information from, the greater detail that we have within our awareness of things. It's almost like, as I describe in channeling practice and so on, is you're taking things off of automatic, automatic pilot, like an airplane. Things just go automatically, which are, of course they do, but we come more going off of manual into manual mode where we are actually tapping in and becoming more aware of things on a manual basis. Like it's not just some kind of random thing that happens. We can, we can really sense and expand in our abilities the more that we tap into them. And, you know, so it's, uh, our intuitive abilities 
you know, a lot of people say psychic, you know, use the word psychic. And there are a lot of very talented psychics out there. The reason why I see that they are good at what they do is because they focused on it and they continue to do it on a regular basis. Like when they're going out in the grocery store, they're focusing on people and they're using their intuitive abilities to tap in to someone and or this or that or the animal or, you know, people. Um, a lot of people uh, use their intuition to assist animals, uh, dogs, cats, horses, wild animals, everything. And, you know, to find out and what, say, a, you know, what's bothering a horse and what's ailing it, you know, where's pain or what's, you know, frustrating or whatever. That is real, you know, straight up information that a lot of people use and pay for people to come and find out what's going on with their horse or their dog, you know, and so on. And so the reason why I'm using the, giving you these examples is because these people are actually using their intuitive abilities on a regular basis. They have refined their their skill to tap in and be able to sense and see and feel when they take their attention to it. And it's so it's all an automatic process. The way I see it, everyone has the potential to tap in greater to the greater levels of their own tuition, their levels of their, you know, their the levels of sensing information. But most people don't even take the time to even look at it or sense it or feel it, you know, uh, to allow themselves to even discover their intuitive abilities to a greater degree. Another example I like to use is, you know, have, you know, say a good friend, your pops in your mind, just there in like a, a picture or say feeling and sensing a good friend just pops in your mind, and then two seconds later, the phone rings, and it's that person. Those are the kinds of things. We have expend, expanded senses that's available that happens to a lot of people. And, and the majority of these people that this might happen to, they totally... They're like, wow, that's weird. You just popped in my head a few seconds ago. And they sort of write it off, you know, as a wild, weird experience. But it's an incredibly natural experience. 
it's a natural, our natural ability is to sense and feel and tap into, you know, our expanded levels of our self, which is connected into everything. So the, you know, one of the things that I suggest and when I'm talking to people in workshops and so on is to play with your intuitive abilities. You know, as I do that exercise in the workshops and we're sensing and feeling and I can assist people and in tuning into things is, you know, when you are walking down the street is just to take your awareness, you know, to people. So some people might be like, well, I don't want to feel what that person's feeling because they look really unhappy. You know, you're using your eyes and your, you know, judgment comes into play. So there's, there's a level of the ego that falls into things, you know, because we are using our old senses, you know, of looking, judging. The ego is going to always be there in these situations. As that's the reason why a lot of people don't maybe tune into their intuitive abilities because their ego fears it. Like, oh, I don't want to go down that road because that's some scary shit. I, that is freaking weird. You know, I don't want to mess with that. Uh, that is some witchcraft, uh, weird stuff, man. So, Anyway, the ego creates all kinds of weird stuff that sort of will block, you know, people's senses. You know, fear in itself will block. It will blind you from actually the natural, you know, our natural self. So going into in, intuition in itself and how and where does it come from, the our energetic systems you can say the chakra system in itself okay are spinning vortexes of energy and we have seven within the body and we have expanded chakras above the head and also below the feet so you could sent you could sort of see that we are a spinning vortex in a way. Even though our physical body is looks solid here, energetically we have spinning vortexes of energy within the body, outside that's connected with the body and everything. And so it's almost like a tornado in a way. And wherever we go, it is spinning up stuff it's picking up information it's picking it's spinning it up through the levels of our energetic systems and throughout when it goes through these different levels of the energetic systems it's almost like going through different levels of senses like we have senses for the smell hearing sight so on expanded senses of getting into knowingness like you know the the spiritual 
psychic type that Sherry talks about, and I'm talking about, uh, say, connecting with your multidimensional self would be a level of knowingness to where a certain level of knowingness comes in and you're just, you just know the truth. You know what's going on in front of you. So this spinning vortex that I'm talking about <clears throat> becomes more and more refined uh, as we connect in with the levels of our multidimensional self. As we integrate more levels of our multidimensional self, our energetic systems continue to expand. We start sensing and feeling things well beyond the physical body, say well beyond the, the stretch of the physical body, out into the world and into you know the whole earth itself. So like our intuitive abilities, as we continue to play with them, use them, refine them, and so on, you, if we're walking through a forest, I think I've used this example before, and there's a clearing, and you sense that like you might get a picture of children playing, you might feel the emotion of say, laughter and uh, happiness, you know, from children playing in an old homestead that used to exist in the center of that, in those woods that are no longer there. You're, you're tapping into the information that is available within that energetic space. So, you know, if the person that's walking through the woods didn't have their senses open, then they probably wouldn't really sense or feel or see through mental intuition these children playing or being able to feel what they felt at that time that they were in that space. So it's it's a matter of people wanting. or They have to sort of want to discover what's outside of your physical body and to really tap into your intuitive abilities, to really go beyond the bounds of your ego and what your ego is telling you and judging and fearing and so on. And the going out into, say, like further expanse of things, on a multi-dimensional level. There's a lot of people that talk about feeling an earthquake before it actually happens. Sort of like animals might do this. They sense the energetics of what is happening before it actually happens. Animals are really good at it because they are more tied into the natural than a lot of people are because they're living through their egos. Animals don't have those egos. So another example other than earthquakes is uh, becoming aware of, say, uh, not only an earthquake, but, say, something that's coming, you know, um, and making changes 
to actually align with say, I better become aware of what takes going on here. Same thing as um, even some people tapping into the sun, you know, the sun's activity to a greater degree, sensing, you know, a, a blast from the sun energetically, how that affects the earth and so on. Really what that is is the expanded senses of our energetic systems that are tied into the earth, that are tied into the solar system, that are tied into the sun, and so on. And when a change, as I described in my last video podcast, when a change happens multidimensionally over here, way out, wherever, it has a ripple effect into other levels of the energetic systems. Because everything is tied together through the fabric of life. In one way or another. The only, everything is tied through, through this infinity grid of fabric of life. The only thing that we do is actually separates ourselves through our own creations of this fabric so that the fabric in itself of connection, connecting everything is, is already there and it will be always there. It's our own creations that separate us from this natural ability, natural order as I've described it before. So the intuitive, our intuitive abilities is tapping back into our natural self, as I mentioned. So, say, looking more into intuitive, intuition, you can ask yourself, you know, not only when you're playing with intuition, say, walking down the street, walking through the woods, sitting in meditation, discovering more, say, of how you feel things outside of your physical body, how you feel things through the physical body, and so on, is to ask questions. A lot of times, as I mentioned, the information doesn't necessarily, information is just here. It is here right now. It is wherever we go, there is information. It's up to us to actually discover the information. Say, it's like a book, okay? The book holds information, but it's up to us to actually open the book and read the words to discover the information. So the same thing happens with our intuitive abilities, and this sort of goes into channeling also. It's up to us to take our awareness to these spaces and nor these channels of our intuitive abilities to actually discover the information. So a lot of people are like, well, it, nothing came to me. Nothing's coming to me. 
sort of like in that exercise where I have we have, we're in a workshop space and we got people sitting around in a circle and I'm channeling a gigantic oak tree that is blowing in the wind and branches are out over top of the people and somebody over here basically said I didn't pick up anything I I didn't feel anything my suggestion to those people is did you take your awareness out into the middle of the room like away from your physical body out into the center of the room and they're like well no i didn't i didn't do that did you use your hands like i suggested to feel the center of the room to feel the, the structure of it did you ask yourself questions is it soft or hard well no no i didn't ask the questions did you sense was it was it hot or cold i i didn't ask any questions i've run into that situation with people saying those same things a lot like several times even though I make the suggestions like I am right now, giving you information and suggestions on how to expand your intuitive abilities, you have to do it. It's like you have to be able, you have to take, you, you have to have the, the willingness to actually do it. So like for this person, you know, as we do these intuitive practices, we do it like a couple times in different breaks of between meditations and so on. And as, as they continue to like ask more questions, the information comes, the information's there and they're able to gather more details of what's going on and have more say of a feeling of what's going on and be able to tap into what the heck I'm doing and what's going on. So the same thing goes outside of a workshop space into daily living you have to be willing to ask questions asking the question in itself is like opening the book okay asking the question is like opening the pages of the book looking and feeling and being open is like getting the information from the words of the book to come down through the levels of your energetic systems to come up through that tornado of your vortex that you are and be able to sense, feel, and read it. So, you know, that is one of the keys to self-mastery. Self-mastery is not some kind of, uh, you know, far out. It is magical in a way, so I can't say it's magic, not magical, because we are magic in itself. So it's a matter of expanding and having that, like allowing our, going, allow ourselves to go there and discover more about ourselves the self-mastery part 
and and getting in touch more with our intuitive abilities and how and where we receive information gives us, say, the ego will see the unknown as fearful. And so therefore, once we look past that fear of the ego and say, go sit down, ego, I want to go discover the unknown of my own self and I refine in becoming more aware of the unknown. And therefore, once you discover more about yourself and how you are tied into everything in all life throughout all levels of existence, the ego's fear basically shrinks down to nothing. It's it basically makes the the fear coming from the ego like i don't even know heck the word that it's <laughs> uh the words not coming to me right now it's nothingness it just makes it nothing and because we took our time to actually discover what is in the unknown of what we cannot see with our eyes or hear or smell, you know. Our expanded senses are here. They're with us all the time. And it's up to us to discover it, use it, use it to your, to build greater discernment and to feel and know the truth. Like when somebody's talking, and or you see information, you can use your expanded senses to feel it, to feel the actual truth. And then you know, like, there's something up with that information right there. It doesn't feel right. Trust your intuition. Tap into it to where you can test yourself, like, you know, view it as a scientific experiment, like I tell people. And, you know, test things. Once, you know, the more you test, the more you play with it, you start to really sense and feel and be able to trust the information you're getting. And when you sense and feel something that's not right or say it's off a little bit and you ask more questions, you get more identity identification of what's going on and therefore then you can build your inner discernment and you don't have to trust and or believe anyone or anything what their people are telling you outside you're like yeah like a whole like you know sort of like a something's on tv talking about something and you're like man, that's not true. That's straight up. That's not the truth. You know the truth. Trust yourself of what the heck's going on and play with it. Have fun with it. It doesn't have to be some kind of serious thing to where you're, you have to sit in meditation in a, in a quiet space. And, you know, even though it helps dur during certain times, you don't have to do that. You get out in the world. You walk down the street. 
touch an animal like a cat, ask them, ask the question, what are you feeling? Like, are you sad? Are you happy? Are you, uh, you know, is what's going on with your foot? Why are you limping? Ask the questions. The information will be there. It's always there. It's a matter of us tapping in and tuning into it. So I invite you all to attend the New Paradigm workshop. It's uh, It not only assists with your expanding your intuitive abilities, but tapping in and discovering yourself gives you a place to assist through the meditations of activating your energetic systems, which expands our senses of how we feel and get in touch with levels of our energetic systems and our multidimensional self. And, you know, it's, uh, it's up to us to be willing to know what is going on around us that we cannot see. And I just wanted to really, I think the playing and getting in touch with your intuitive abilities is like essential in a way I see it. Essential part of really uh, tapping in and of your own self-mastery plays a major role. It's one of the most important things that I see of being able to play with it like you're a young child discovering something for the first time, but really all you're doing is remembering another level of your own self. So we'll leave it at that, my friends, for this one of the... uh, In self-mastery of the, and expanding your intuitive abilities. I definitely invite you to check out Sherry's book. It's a great, uh, I've had it around. I've been suggesting it for years in my workshops. If you got something out of this video and you uh, liked it, hit the like button and share it with others. And uh, that's why I continue to I do this. Check out the whole series on self-mastery. Each video within the series on self-mastery is adding to itself, like they're building upon one another. All right, my friends, to the next one. Peace out.